You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookies flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour presented to you by the Fantasy Points Media Group. Week 5 is almost in the books, there's a big matchup going on as we record with lots of fantasy stars in it, but we are going to talk to you about this week's game starting with Thursday night, but before we do, I want to introduce you to my co-host Tyler Gunther and my boy James Kreese What's going at on? FF underscore chef, get those followers up, that's right, Tyler doesn't need followers. Chief. I don't know why. I don't know why I do have followers, but same. Yeah. <laughs> what, James, what's up with you and Joyzy? Uh, it's raining here, so it's not. It's not a nice Joyzy day. Yeah. Do you guys remember that song by Hillary Duff, where she's singing about the rain? Let the rain fall down. No. No. I mean, I know. I know a lot got, of rain songs. I'm only happy Hillary when it rains by Garbage. Anybody? Blame it on the rain by Millie Vanilli. And, uh, anybody who listens to this, tweet out to Doug, James, and I about the Hillary Duff song. And like it starts like, let the rain fall down. Remember this one? Oh, I nope. can't even remember now. How about November rain? <laughs> In the cold November rain. That's a great song. It's like Classic. 20 minutes long. Well, rain falls on the tin But is it a tool roof. song? What's, what song is that? She lies awake on my bed. Oh, I know. I got one for you, Tyler. It's raining, man. Hallelujah. Great classic. It's raining, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be raining here tomorrow. We're getting into that cold weather. Guys, we're in the lower 50s next week. We're Burr. getting there. Whoa. We are getting there. 
this dinosaur costume I'm going to be wearing for Halloween is going to be nice, warm when Halloween rolls around. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm going to be in Chicago next Sunday for the Packers-Bears game. So it's supposed to be in the 60s. I'll take it for uh, a middle of hey, October that's game. good, yeah. Yeah, I get to see Justin Fields and get to see my boy Aaron Jones in person. Woo-woo. It's going to be a good time. Now, no streaking. No promises. I'm pretty <laughs> shifty. They might. I mean, they might catch me eventually, but I got some hit movements to get around people. So we don't want to see the hit movement if you're if you're streaking. <laughs> I get the helicopter. That's how you start the helicopter up. Oh, you gotta gas true. it up. Then you just float away. You get it ready for takeoff. Just <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> it's fine. I'm talking about a helicopter, a chopper. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter, James. All right. Let's roll into week five. There is a lot going on. It, it is lots of injuries this week. We'll go over them as we go over the games. But uh, it is definitely becoming a war of attrition yet again in fantasy football this year. It's going to be last man standing, just limp to the finish line type of season uh, with the amount of injuries that we're seeing week to week. Uh, you know, everyone's like, this is the worst I've ever seen. No, it was bad last year and the year before, too. Yeah, uh, it's bad every year. So, you know, running back keeps getting thinner and thinner. Uh, until it's like just going to be wasted away and not a position you're even going to use anymore because there's like three running backs in the league. Um, it's Puka Williams thin. That's how thin yeah, we're getting. It's, it's Puka <laughs> Williams thin. That's mad thin. All right, let's start with Thursday night's game. Uh, we had the Rams and the Seahawks. Big injury news out of this one. Absolutely destroys me in a league where it's a super flex league. Russell Wilson is my only healthy quarterback. And yeah, not great, Bob. Um, Russell Wilson has the the old mallet finger, not not to be confused with Ryan mallet finger, um, but mallet finger. He's going to miss at least a month, maybe more. Geno Smith comes in at the end of this one. Looks actually pretty decent, but this was the big welcome back Bob Forrest game. 12 receptions, 150 yards. Darrell Henderson looked good. Um, Tyler, what do you got from this game for, for your quick obs? Um... I mean, I'm going to go with the running game for the Rams. And my first instinct was, okay, Daryl Henderson looks all right. Like he, like Doug, your comp to Eddie Lacy sticks with me because it is spot on the number, the style of run, the hair, the the hair, the style he runs with. All I can, all I can think of every time I see him running is Cam Akers is going to destroy if he can come back 80% healthy. And mm-hmm. and my hopes is that happens. Like we see Marlon Mack. We haven't really seen the full Marlon Mack. We haven't seen the carries or anything. But I just I, I feel like Akers can be an outlier, just age, draft capital, uh, the the type of athlete he actually is. I, I feel like he could be an outlier. So if there's a chance you can go out and get Akers. 2022 could be a massive year for him because I know Henderson will be on a contract year. Then I just feel like the Rams aren't happy about having Henderson back there. But when cam acres was back there, you could tell they wanted to get him rolling. They wanted to make it a priority. And with Stafford at quarterback, that can actually happen. Now, James, I know you're a big fan of acres, so I know you can agree with this one. I'm on it. I'm on it with you. Um, one of my takeaways from this game, well, thank God Robert Woods came back to life just for at least yeah. one game, obviously against the worst defense in the league. Um, but it was great to see him get 14 targets. Uh, makes me feel all warm and cozy inside on these cold fall days. A little bit of Bobby Trees keeping the fire warm. 
for you. Yeah, and we also did have Chris Carson miss this game with a a, a quote unquote chronic neck injury. That's obviously concerning. We like Chris Carson yeah. when he's healthy. Uh, Alex Collins took over. He was okay. I mean, a tough Rams defense. He was all right. I mean, you probably picked him up for free in dynasty leagues a couple weeks ago, like I did. Cause I was like, you know what? Rashad Penny's not there. It's Alex Collins and Chris Carson isn't exactly healthy all the time. Yeah, um, start, start adding those backup running backs. Everybody do oh, it now for sure. <laughs> yeah. Devonte Booker, anyone? Um, yeah, you definitely want to start adding them now because it's only going to get worse. We're in week five and we're talking about some major, major running backs out for injury. Um, you know, obviously the big hit Russell Wilson in this one, this is going to downgrade the passing game for everyone. And Tyler Lockett, you know, the, the crazy thing about owning guys like Tyler Lockett is you have these, you know, first couple of weeks, he's like your wide receiver one in fantasy. And then the last three weeks, he's a ghost. So, uh, I would say it's one of those things where Lockett is, uh, you know, getting a little bit older. If he pops with another couple of solid weeks in a row, I think he's a sell candidate personally. I like Tyler Lockett as a player. But guys like him drive me mad to own. Yeah. You have you have the eight, 150, and two, and then you have two for 20. It's like Amari Cooper. Like, that's been Amari Cooper's MO. Big game, two quiet games. Like, these I, types I, of guys drive me insane. I think you're in for a, a, a tough sled uh, as far as Lockett goes. You know, when Gino entered the game, he really didn't see many receptions after that. Yep. And if you're looking for that boom game to sell on, uh, lock it. It's going to be it's going to be rough sledding. It really is. You're going to have to hope that he has a really good game that you can get rid of him and quickly. I mean, if it doesn't happen next week, uh, you're in trouble. Yeah. So let's let's move on. We did have a morning game in London. It was it, it was Tyler's Falcons against the Jets. Falcons win twenty seven to twenty. No Calvin Ridley. He was not in this game due to personal reasons. Russell Gage was out. Um, so obviously Matt Ryan, not with a lot of weapons, but still threw for 342 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Tyler, I know what your observation is on this one. So take it away. Take your victory lap. <laughs> you finally had a good game. Ooh. Only took five weeks. So yeah. honestly, I'm going to say they used him differently. His route tree was completely different from what it was every other week. I don't know if it's because Ridley and Gage were gone, but they went deep with him. Like he had deep targets and all I was screaming for all these weeks was like, this guy can run a four, four and you're sitting here just putting them on little button hooks and little slants it's like every single usage. week, like setting them deep. And they did. He would have had a humongous game, but you know what? Matt Ryan underthrew him on a, on a route where he was wide open. He split the safeties. He was down the field. Nobody was near him. Matt Ryan underthrew him. And you know what Pitts did? Use that body and those long pterodactyl arms to just grab it before the defenders could even get a chance to. Pitts is, uh, honestly, he's he's untouchable now if you want to get him. But if you have him, this is a good sign going forward. My observation of this game is not Pitts. It is Cordero Patterson. Mm. Who would have thought all these years, I've seen him play in Minnesota. I've seen him with the Bears. He's Patriots. With the Patriots. Nobody knew how to use him. And in walks Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, this guy who for the past four weeks seems like he's vanilla ice cream, doesn't know how to call plays, but yet he knows how to use this weapon. Cordell Patterson would be a Hall of Famer if this is how he was used all these years. Like... He would be a fantasy stud if this was how he was used forever. He'd be in Minnesota still if this was what was going on. 
Patterson's ultra talented. I, I finally think they unlocked him. He doesn't need all these touches. This is for real. Like they're going to use him like this. And I don't, I, I think gauge is kind of the whole gauge thing. Sorry, Zach is done. Like, I, I, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. I, I think it's Patterson, Ridley Pitts, and, and Mike Davis. You're lucky to get a touchdown out of him this week and every other week. But I mean, that's the right. That's the, that's the recipe for success for them. And it worked today against a Jets defense that looked like they're jet leg. And uh I see what you did yeah. there. <laughs> I, I, I took that one from Twitter. I can't I can't make that one my own. Nice. Credit where credit is due. James, you got anything uh, maybe on the Jets side of the ball? Yeah, I, I like the usage for Michael Carter. His touches are starting to go up. Yep. Um, definitely somebody that you're going to try to invest in before he really, really blows up. Uh, we saw the switch start to happen. Uh, 10 carries for 38 yards, got into the end zone, got some receiving work, which is great. Um, and the other thing about the Jets, Zach Wilson, I'm full panic mode if I ha- roster Zach Wilson you're not, in you're any not of my dynasty one. leagues. Um, yeah. I warned a lot of people in the offseason about him. Tyler, he drank the Kool-Aid on him. Oh, no, 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 no. You were oh, not, not at first. Right? Not right? at first. Nope. Not at first. I was got completely that. I don't, You got that FOMO. Uh, I fear was, of missing I was, out. On, I was completely on off, Wilson. and I had to get. Yeah, I, I'm a person that wants some por- some share in your portfolio in case he does hit. And you know what? The worst part is, is when you have that share in a league that you really care about, and that's the worst feeling. Yeah, um, he didn't do it against the Falcons' defense, which is very, very terrible. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm writing him off, and he's not startable for me going forward until I see something better. Yeah. Yeah. ditch him sell him do whatever you can for him i mean i know doug needs a quarterback in the league with russell wilson you may want to try to sell him to him i gotta try to trade cordell patterson for somebody for a quarterback for zach wilson his start start reminds me of baker mayfield sophomore year pick after pick after pick after pick mistake after mistake i don't know if it's like you know how there's always one family member that you're just like he's terrible. Maybe that's the Lafleur that they got. Maybe that's the Lafleur that the Jets. Maybe they should have gotten Peter Lafleur. Peter Lafleur might have been the brother they needed they to succeed. Uh, What's yeah, crazy I, is he's consecutively in the first half of games played very very badly, and then when they are behind, he tries to come back, and that's when you're seeing the a real spark in him. You're not you're not seeing that spark all the way through. It's not consistent. Yep. It's more like he's a backyard player, um, more than a regimented NFL quarterback, franchise quarterback. All yeah. right. With, with one one more thing. One my thinking with you said you were gonna be brief tonight. With, you lied to my face. My, I just wanna I wanna hit the on Atlanta these rookie game. quarterbacks because I have a lot of opinions on all these rookie quarterbacks. Uh the thing with Zach Wilson is he's he's got unbelievably amazing arm talent. Like his arm talent is there. It's it's obvious. You've seen him throw 25 yards and it's there in a second. He just needs mentally to figure the game out. He had Corey Davis open on a play that he decided to stick with his first read. He needs time, I feel, and he's the person that should have sat and they should have maybe brought in a, a veteran quarterback to, to play ahead of him. But yeah, I... Maybe year two for him, but yeah, year one is going to be a, a big time struggle for him. I agree. 
All right, let's move on to the missed field goal game of the day. It was the Packers beating the Bengals in overtime, 25 to 22. At one point, there was five straight missed field goals between these two teams. Crazy and, game. And it was, and it, was, was it was nutty. Uh, you know, Green Bay's uh, fantasy stars rebounded in this one. It was a quiet week last week for Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. They all bounced back nicely this week. A.J. Dillon even threw a touchdown in there for you. Injury news out of this one. Joe Burrow has some sort of throat uh, issue and he went to the hospital contusion. a contusion a contusion I, I don't know what that means um but uh, he went he went to the hospital <laughs> yes he went to the hospital been punched we'll keep an eye on that situation joe mixon did play in this one he did get you a touchdown to save his fantasy day but he had limited touches a lot like dalvin cook did last week coming off his his ankle injury um jamar chase baller if you own jamar chase in dynasty <laughs> like me in a bunch of spots Let's go. You know, that that whole chase trade, I was looking back on it today. So so behind the curtain, Doug and I kind of swapped Trevor Lawrence and Jamar Chase, and and he got golf as well. I'm still happy about it. Like, we'll we'll talk about the quarterback, but I I hate not having Chase, but man, like both of them look pretty good. The great part about Chase is it's only his rookie year, and he showed today that he is the alpha receiver in that offense. Uh, Higgins comes back. He gets seven targets, caught the ball five times, but it was chase when they wanted a touchdown. They went to chase when they wanted to move the ball down the field. They went to chase. The only reason why Higgins even broke double digit fantasy points was the two point conversion. So it's chase. Definitely. That toe touch catch in the, it was great. was was awesome. (laughs) That was insanity. Yeah, uh, Devontae Adams, 11 receptions, 206 today, and a touchdown. I He's thought good. my man Mike Williams was going to take the 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 gold today for the wide receiver position. But, uh, yeah, Adams, two, yeah. 206, great. Yeah, after a quiet week last week, he, he rebounded nicely, so that was good to see. I don't have, really have too much from this game other than that it was a fun game to watch. Obviously, the Bengals, 3-2, and two, they were right in it with the Packers, who are now 4-1. and one. So Cincinnati looking pretty good, and we hope Joe Burrow – is going to be healthy going into next week with that throat issue that he is experiencing at the moment. All right, Tyler, we had a crazy finish in the next one. Vikings win 19 to 17. Uh, no Dalvin cook, Ugly. <laughs> no Dalvin cook this week. He was, uh, he was scratched at the inactive. So you were able to make your lineup changes beforehand. Alexander Madis- Madison steps in, gets a touchdown, gets 31 touches. I think 32 touches and 150 yards from scrimmage. Justin so Jefferson good. is, uh, I think, three straight weeks over 100 yards now. Uh, Adam Thielen uh, almost gave you a bagel. He didn't get any receptions until the very end of this freaking game. Yep. And it was ugly for a bit. I, I started Thielen in a couple leagues, and I was like, eh. And then uh, the Lions, Hawkinson, another quiet day. This is three weeks in a row. I'm starting to get a little get, bit concerned there. He was on the injury report. And then uh, our boy Swift, he finished out nice. So I'm going to go to James on this one. James, what do you got for the Vikings-Lions? The one thing I do have, obviously you mentioned the running backs. They're great. Um, The Detroit head coach, Dan Campbell, if anybody saw the highlights from the press conference, my man was crying. Like legitimately tears. That was a heartbreaking loss. Running down his tears. I mean, his cheeks. Uh, Come on. You went from biting people's kneecaps to crying in a press conference choose which one you want to be and run your offense the same way. It seems like every time they had Minnesota on the ropes, they gave up. They couldn't complete drives. It, it, it doesn't look good. 
I, I I'm I'm out on Minnesota. Detroit players. I really am. Uh, besides Mi- Swift, obviously Minnesota you can't even, you can't should even have pick, one. I mean, Amon, Amon St. Brown. I like him. Two straight I weeks of healthy target yeah. percentage. Correct, but 13, you never know who's PPR going points. to get it between him and Quintez Cephas. So that's the that's the problem there. Um, you know, last week it was Cephas that had the better week. This week it was St. Brown. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be tough to to judge on a weekly basis. And hopefully you don't have to rely on those guys. But in some dynasty leagues, we do have to rely on them, especially how things are going out. What do you got, yeah. Tyler? I mean, uh Alexander Madison, if he ends on a team second contract, like he's he's a starting running back in the league. He's a Tony Pollard style running back. He should be a starter. He is a great running back. He's still super young. So if you still have an opportunity to get him when Delvin's healthy and his price lowers, go do that because I do feel like another team will will try to jump in and trade for him. Um, I do want to talk about Amon Ross St. Brown. I actually disagree. I think if Hawkinson keeps falling, oh, like tripping over himself, it seems, and dropping passes, Amonra seems like a very stable target for Goff, and Goff is looking for him a lot. Yeah, I think he Goff, had, he's led the team in targets the last two weeks, yes. right? Goff well, last week he only had him. one target. No, last or week eight. No, no, I'm sorry, he had eight the year yeah. the week yes. before he had one. Apologies. Yes, and Amonra is actually becoming a safety blanket for him, which is very nice. He's going to be a, a 13 point type guy. It, it, and if you're okay with that for a wide receiver three or a flex spot, like that's perfectly fine in PPR. I would take that every day. So, yeah, I, I actually like Amon Ross St. Brown. Swift is great. Um, yeah. Other than the Alexander Madison stepping up, it seems week to week whenever he needs to. I mean, he was getting hit hard, but Madison was also giving it back a bunch of times. So, I love watching him run with Madison. I just want to bring up one thing with Madison being capable uh, of running this offense on the ground in charge. When Dalvin cook is out, I'm looking at Dalvin cook. Like as soon as he comes in and dominates, I'm looking to dish him off. I I think Madison might dare you. I I know I'm a big fan, Doug don't get insulted. (laughs) Um, But I can see Madison actually carving out a, an every week role now that he's shown that the op, the offense is content with him running the ball. He is like a Dalvin Cook light, and not no. not in not in BMI, not in fantasy. Maybe in fantasy. No, I mean though, touches wise. This ain't this ain't a Zeke Pollard it. situation. They are giving Delvin the ball. Minnesota is very stubborn with contracts, and when they hand out contracts. They are using you, and that's that's what's going to happen. I mean, their offense Delvin's runs gonna, through Dalvin. They're not going to change it. Delvin's going to fall apart on the Vikings. You're yeah. going to know when his, he's done because they're going to ride him until the tires are bare and all of them pop. Like that's so you don't think Madison's going to affect his value no. at all? Nope. No, I think he's a very oh. valuable backup, and I like he's going to get five carries a game, maybe eight. But Delvin's going to get his twenty carries. And five catches. It's just how it is. Delvin is a different monster. Like I, Madison's great, but Delvin is so quick, so shifty. And what we saw with from Madison today, Madison, if that was Delvin on that breakaway run, he's gone. Fair yeah. enough. Agreed. All right, let's get to the next game. This was a an interesting one. The Pittsburgh Steelers pick up a huge win at home. 
They're now two and three, 27 to 19 over the Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater was healthy in this one. I thought he played okay. Um, Cortland Sutton, man, I, he's like the hit or miss of, of the weeks here. Seven for 120 and a touchdown to lead the Denver offense. And then for Pittsburgh, man, it was a Chase Claypool, Najee Harris week for sure. Harris, he is becoming more and more attractive in your dynasty leagues just with his usage. 25 touches this week, 142 yards and a touchdown. I've been impressed. And even Big Ben, I mean, I know he didn't, he's kind of like hey, dust. His delivery is so gross. I was watching his touchdown throw to Deontay, and I'm like, that was like eight minutes long. The it was a great throw, throw, though. <laughs> it's like it I was, was watching a pitcher on the mound. The eight minute arc. Yeah. Of the ball. Uh, for injury news in this one, Juju gets hurt again. I am so, I'm not starting Juju Smith Schuster the rest of the year. I'm going to plant my flag on that one. I just can't. Dynasty. Uh, it's it's insane, like the rise and fall of Juju. I mean, Juju was like the number one receiver in Dynasty for like yeah. a little bit, a little bit, and now he's like a guy. It's just it's it's ugly, and I don't really want to talk about it because it makes me sad. So, Tyler, what do you got for Pittsburgh, Denver? Um, I I'm actually gonna go with somebody who did not play in this game, and that's Jerry Judy. He's coming back soon, and I. I think Judy, if he is fully healthy, is going to come back and be the one. Again, what we saw the week he got hurt was he was dominating. He was the target that you you wanted to get on, on Denver. And right now, before he comes back, because the second they say he's healthy and he's playing, his price goes right back up. So right now, you got the what have you done for me lately crowd. You, you're on my IR. You could get him for a discount price. Go out and do that. Do yourself a favor and go get Jerry Judy because he is a great receiver. And I think he's kind of on that Amari Cooper path where people are going to be like, ah, he's hurt. He gets hurt. He, he, you know, the way he, he plays, you know what? I don't think that's it. I just think he's unlucky. We'll talk about another unlucky running back. It seems mm-hmm. uh, in James neck of the wood, but, uh, yeah, Jerry Judy t- is going to smash second half, I think. And I I mean, we're getting close to the return. I like it. James, what do you got for this game? Uh, Just to note that it's still in a 50-50 split between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, which is disturbing. Mm-hmm. Very disturbing. I mean, what are you going to do with both of them? You got to wait. You got to wait it out. I mean, Javante, when is it going to be the matchup where Javante just fully takes over are we going to see it this year probably not and that makes me to believe that you can let melvin gordon go for some value that he still has right now before mm-hmm. he ages out and before javante takes over fully um i would do it before i, I believe their buy is coming up in the next couple of weeks um i would do it before their bye week and you might see a full-on switch after that so there's your window for uh getting rid of Melvin Gordon, trying to get a scrap of uh, Javante Williams. I like that. All right, let's move on to the next game. The battle for Florida, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely crush the Miami Dolphins who are now one and four, 45 to 17. Tom Brady, you know, just a lazy Sunday with five touchdown passes and over 400 yards. First time in his career. He's done that by the way. Um, Mike Evans, Mike Evans (laughs) with two tutties. Antonio Brown with two tutties. This was a Leonard Fournette game. Like if you played DFS or you were like looking for a running back starter, you should have seen that like Leonard Fournette was going to have a good game here uh, for Miami. Just riddled with injuries. Devonte Parker was ruled out uh, when the 1130 inactives came out. There's no Will Fuller. He's on IR. 
Um, so it was really just Mike Gesicki and then Jalen Waddell in a good matchup, and they didn't do much of anything. Uh, Miles Gaskin led the team in receptions with 10. Your um, 10. Played. 10 for uh, 10. Who would have thought? No one played him. No one played Preston him. Preston Williams. Yeah, Preston Williams. Yeah. In Preston Williams. Yes, my boy. Um, but yeah, get hurt. Again, this is a perfect if someone if you have Gaskin in a league and try to use this to like sell him because this is a fluke. Like the pass catchers are out. Like Miles Gaskin still only had I think five carries in this game, guys. Like Miles Gaskin was a guy that I was avoiding at all costs in every format, and I I don't have any roster uh, percentage of him at all. But to me, this is like all right. He had ten receptions, seventy four yards, and two. Try to get rid of him while you can type of player right now thoughts i think you i think he's okay in the passing game but you like you said it's not going to happen every week um, your voice did not sell me so yeah no <laughs> i guess he's yeah. all right. no yeah you're right get rid of him while you can uh the gaskin thing the gas mm-hmm. man as i've heard him called Tua comes back next week right supposedly yes i think so I mean, Brissett is thanking every ounce of his body that's left put together. That <laughs> I thought he was done this back. week. I thought I thought Brissett was going to be done. Man, he took a shot that just laid it. He's a, out. a tough dude. Yeah, I was gonna say he's tough, tough dude. Um, my my take, uh, man, this game was ugly, and with with Gronk gone. You can start every wide receiver. If you, I have Brown and Godwin on a team, and I'm starting both of them and loving life every week. Like it's just like, okay, Gronk's gone, Antonio Brown's going to eat, Godwin's going to eat, Evans is going to eat, and hey, who would have thought Gronk's gone, not catching those touchdowns? Evans gets his touchdowns. I mean, Evans was falling on his face the first two weeks when Gronk was blowing up. Yeah. Now we got Evans back. Honestly, I'm going to sell Evans. That's going to be my take. Just because of the inconsistency of Evans, I'm not a fan of. I was all about Evans, wide receiver one between him and Beckham, year in, year out. We had Chris Whitman on the podcast, and he Uh was Beckham, and I was Evans. But, man, I'm at the point where his value is so maxed out, and it's not going to get any higher, that I think you got to get off of that train, maybe go for somebody younger, like a Jerry Judy. Hey, Jerry Judy for Mike Evans. Swap them. I think people would pull the trigger on that. Yes. I mean, you could really say, hey, Brady's heating up. Here's your push for the for the playoffs. Go get it. And then once Judy comes back, people are going to sit there and be like, I shouldn't have done that trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, Evans, this is his, what, eighth year? So, yes. Yeah, yeah so I, I get that. And he's still only 28, which is insane. But, I, I mean, his value's capped. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. All right, let's get into the next game. The New Orleans Saints win this one 33-22 over the Washington football team. It was funny. I was watching this one on Red Zone, and Jameis threw up that Hail Mary, and I said, oh, this will work. Because Jameis Winston is one of those guys where it's like a broken play. It happened against the Patriots with the Callaway touchdown. So this time he just throws it up. I'm like, oh, this will work. And then Callaway comes down with it again. And I'm like, Jameis makes the like luckiest, weirdest, dumbest plays, yes. and it's, they just seem to work out. Um, so that was fun. Uh, in this one, the big injuries in this one, Curtis Samuel re-hurt his, uh, groin, I believe. So he missed time in this one. Didn't end up catching a pass at all. Um, Deontay Harris, who had the long 72 yard touchdown, had a hamstring injury. So he was out. So there's not a lot to go in this passing game. Taysom Hill, uh, suffered a pretty righteous concussion. So he was carted off in this game. 
Um, the Saints offense, they scored 33 points here somehow. Jameis has four touchdowns. But, man, they are getting thinner and thinner. And it was all Alvin Kamara in this one for them, uh, to be honest. He was the lifeblood of the offense. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm going to take the first take. Where's Adam Troutman? Like, Jameis, you love throwing the tight ends. You got a good tight end, in my opinion. He, he's, he's got good athleticism. Mm-hmm. His player profile page is, is great. Like, he should have been a breakout candidate. And yet, Jameis doesn't throw the tight end anymore? Like, I, I'm very confused by this. All he does is throw to a guy who wears number one. Uh, is that his is that his thinking maybe that he got Lasix that he's like oh no why am I throwing to these tight ends all these years why don't I throw it to these wide receivers uh it's it's mind-blowing to me but actually my real take is uh Michael Thomas uh I want to get your guys' take on Michael Thomas because he's due back soon I think Mm -hmm. uh I mean I have him in Capitals Pigs too I want to ship him off I just don't know where his value's at. So you guys talk to me about the value of Michael Thomas because he's 28. He should get a ton of targets when he comes back. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking like Kenny Stills and Chris Hogan are getting targets in this offense. Like, ill, Like, a bunch of retreads. I think think Michael Thomas, if I could could acquire him for a mid-second, I would probably do it if I was in a win-now team. You probably get at least two to three years out of him. He's the type of player that could last a long time because he's, you know, he's that safety blanket slot type of guy. Um, my biggest concern with Thomas is the the team situation with the Saints. I think there's some drama there with Thomas not getting um, his injury fixed until June. Kind of really was not a good look for him. So that would be my concern. I think the player is fine, but I don't know if it's going to be a situation where he's going to be a saint for too long. Maybe he goes to a better place. I don't know. Um, but I mean, he could just be like, Oh, I'm healthy, but Oh, I'm not really healthy. So I'm not going to play. I could see him doing that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, in, in my position, maybe hold till he's healthy and then, then sell, try to hope for a first, but I, own him in one spot it's an orphan and i think that's going to be my my play is hold and hope for a first because man another player that we we already talked about one player where the value is just completely fallen in juju michael thomas same thing mm-hmm. value just went from wide receiver one to wide receiver probably 30 ish in value so ugh. very uh james you got anything for this game uh, Gibson doesn't need to practice to be fantasy relevant. No, yeah, but can yeah. he catch passes? That'd be great. Uh, I mean, he caught two today, <laughs> caught all his both targets. He caught more than JD McKissick. Yeah, Take and that. uh, it burned me. I, I pulled Antonio Gibson, I was doubtful about his uh production for this week due to not practicing, only practicing on a limited basis with that shin injury that everybody went crazy about. Oh, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt, and then we see him doing Gibson things, two mm-hmm. touchdowns. Uh, I mean, but they did lose the game. So yeah, um, and t- Tyler Henke did not have a good game. <laughs> no, his it first was, one since he started. Yeah, it was a I mean, the Saints defense is, is pretty good. So yeah, rough one for, for Taylor, who's been a, a decent QB two in your Superflex leagues for sure. And Ricky Seals Jones, uh, he did see eight targets. Your so free square something. tight end in Dynasty, yeah, by the way. Uh, yeah, free, free square. Just well said, Doug. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones came with him in SFB. Nice. I picked him up in SFB. Didn't play him. 
pick him up. I picked up someone decent at SFB, but I forgot who it was. Anywho, let's get on to the next game. This one was kind of ugly. It was not as entertaining as I thought it might have been. It was Eagles coming back to beat the Panthers 21-18. to uh, Jalen Hurts saves his fantasy bacon like he does every single week. You know, he goes 22-37 for 198 and a pick, but then he adds two rushing scores, which was great. We saw Chuba Hubbard with his first 100-yard game on the ground. Um, DJ Moore... Big disappointment in this one. The matchup was good, and he was quiet. So I was a little bit bummed slayed. by this one. He got yeah, slayed. It was slayed two on two, two v two. Yeah, it was number two versus number two. Um, did you guys hear the story of why DJ Moore wears number two? No, but I did see the Curtis Samuel DJ Moore story, which so that's makes... why he wears number two. So he used to be number twelve. Curtis Samuel wore number ten. So Curtis Samuel left. So twelve minus ten is two. They're really close. They're tight. Yeah, they're they're like super that's close. Cute. Yeah, very. Yeah, very that sto- that whole story about them and how they like do a hug before they enter the game is. That was yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it's kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, we did see Miles Sanders get double digit carries. That was nice. Uh, I, don't, do I, don't have, so I don't have much for this game to be honest. What do you do it's with? So them, nervous though. about Sanders, man. I'm trying to get rid of him. I really am. Yeah, I like go him. get five catches for six low. yards though. Go get game. yeah five catches for six yards. You I know, mean, Gainwell would have added game. a zero at least to the yardage on that because Gainwell can do stuff in space. That's <laughs> I, true. This I, game was I ugly. Mean, let's, it let's was, it was definitely ugly. Carolina's defense really, really showed up. So did the Eagles too, though. They put yeah. a they put a whooping on Darnold later in the game, which actually won them the game. Darnold wound up throwing three interceptions. We said two to slay himself. Adam um, Gase was in the stands. Yeah, Gase was in the stands yelling, <laughs> yelling at eyes the, staring at, at him. Darryl, he even looking at, at Darnold. <laughs> I see Just you. Showed Darnold. up to check out Darnold. <laughs> the Gase stare. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it, man. I mean, the receivers for the Eagles. I want Devonta them to get had into a the touchdown zone, called back, but I, I need Jalen Hurts to stop scrambling backwards. Hmm. He gets nervous and runs backwards for about fifteen to twenty yards every time he gets hurried. Uh, that's a bad, bad habit that he's got and uh, i hope he works through it yeah yep for for me it's i i see a lot of oh man once the eagles offensive line gets healthy you know what that's year after year after year after year once in a while you got to blame it on your quarterback and hey jalen hurts you screwed up a lot today but you know what you've got a weapon in devonta smith james i was just talking to you yes, while playing we Fortnite, and i said you know what's a move people should make they should trade CD lamb for Devonta Smith in like a first because they're producing around the same level in, in PPR. And I feel like like, and James did a bunch of bunch of studying on it. And he read an article, uh, James, I'm not going to spoil your article and I'm not going to talk much about it, but you can tell people where it's at. It's uh, over at ball blast football. And uh, I will, I will mention the matchups. Uh, I just pulled it up here. I mean, Smith ranked, before this week, Smith ranked wide receiver 37. Uh, Lamb was a couple of spots, maybe like five or six spots ahead of him. And they're pretty much, e- before this week, obviously, Lamb had a big week. Um, they were pretty much even. Lamb, 20 receptions to Smith's 18. Um, and Lamb's like double Smith's value. And I, I think it, we we talked about it. Tyler mentioned it. It's like, you know, Smith is interesting because you could probably get Smith and a first for CD lamb and continue to build your team in dynasty. That's what you always want to do. It's always about when do you want to cash out on these big names? 
And we mentioned Amari Cooper taking away carries. Gallup is coming back. We see Zeke rocking out two touchdowns today. We haven't even gotten to that game yet, and I really yeah. don't want to talk about it because the Giants just fell apart. <laughs> um, Literally. But it, it makes a lot of sense with a guy like Devontae Smith that people were down on coming into the season due to his size. We're not seeing full-blown alpha wide receiver breakout numbers from him from fa- from a fantasy standpoint yet, but it's going to come eventually. I mean – 14 fantasy points rule of thumb in a PPR league against the tough Carolina defense. He is the, he is the main threat in that offense. It's not Miles Sanders. It wasn't the tight ends. Um, so if you can get a first and Devonte Smith for CD lamb right now, I think CD lamb's value is pretty much capped. I mean, yeah, he's all the way up there, but it is capped. So that may be a trade that you might want to pursue. I dig that. All right, let's move on to the next game. This one um, was all about the running backs. It was 37-19. to 19, The Tennessee Titans beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Derrick Henry, uh, you know, doing Derrick Henry things. 29 for 130, three touchdowns. Cool. A.J. Brown, talk about a player that is frustrating. I know in the preseason, everyone was like, he could be the wide receiver one overall in fantasy talk. And now I'm like, yeah, three for 38 on six targets. Like, I'm hoping he's wide just going to be a... Wide receiver one zero zero. Yeah, I'm hoping it's just going to be a slow start for A.J. Brown because um, I have him in a redraft league. But, uh, yeah. And then LaVisca on the other side, he was everyone's, like, slam start of the week. He didn't get on the board until late in this one, much like Adam Thielen. And luckily, he got you a 58-yard reception. And it was a man run, by the way. He was juking guys. He threw a stiff arm on a dude. I'm like, they just need to feed LaVisca the damn ball. Dan Arnold leads that team in targets with eight, and Jamal Agnew has eight. Tavon Austin has five. Oh, God. I can't stand Urban Meyer. <laughs> so the, the best part about this game is I was on red zone, and they, they switched to it, and it was in the fourth quarter. And the announcer is even like, I don't know what they're doing. The Jacksonville <laughs> announcer was like, I don't know what, what Urban's doing. LaVisca had a breakout game last week, and they haven't even gave him like giving him the ball and he goes and he goes they're using Tavon Austin like they should be using LaVisca but yet they don't he goes I I'm dumbfounded like the announcer was pissed at Urban the way he's using these players it's like come come on it's a it's Cordero Patterson again like stop misusing these players that are so talented that you can do everything with it's not like get them the ball it was terrible. I mean, they were they were sticking to the run game early in the fourth quarter. Like, if you're down and you have a, a number one overall draft pick in Trevor Lawrence, you have Marvin Jones, you have LaVisca Chenault, who showed up last week, throw some passes. Like, we shouldn't be looking I, I at this. Theory. Even even throw it to your running back. James Robinson, I had one freaking target. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they think that Tavon Austin. I mean, Tavon Austin. Okay, good for you. You had no, a day. No, no, no. I can't. I can't stand Tavon. He was my first rookie pick ever, and oh, he oh, screwed you have me. A bias against him. Oh. <laughs> um, but on the other side of the ball, on the other side of the ball with the Tennessee Titans, I'm nervous about AJ Brown. And why I'm nervous uh-huh. about AJ Brown is because Derrick Henry is still doing it. All right, he had 29 carries, 130 yards, and three touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill does not need to throw the ball that much if Derrick Henry's doing his thing. And I think 
I mean, it's gonna take it's gonna take more than a brick wall to stop Derrick Henry, and I don't think it's stopping him. <laughs> His second touchdown of the game, it looks like it looked like everyone else was moving in slow motion, and Derrick Henry was the flash. Like the He's way that he just so torpedoed big. into the end zone, I was like, <laughs> if anybody gets in his way, they're dead. Like that, it was, he was just a uh, like a battering ram shot out of a cannon, and I was just like, Jesus, he, yeah, he's so big. Like when you watch a TV show and somebody like the the Safe Buff Marshmallow Man on Ghostbusters, like when he's walking around, it looks like he's moving in slow motion because he's so big, but yet he's picking up ground a, a ton. It's exactly like Derrick Henry. Like they're the same size. So it's a great comp. Uh-huh. So state of marshmallow man, Derrick Henry, same type player, but I like I'm going to go back with AJ Brown. I'm with you, Doug. I think he's going to have a good second half. I think these injuries are kind of hampering them right now. Cause they're all lower body. And man, he just got off a uh, pretty major surgery in the off season. So uh-huh. uh, I, I I'm hoping because I did trade for AJ Brown in in a league this past week and uh i'm hoping that by low turns out what'd you give up i gave up devonta smith and a mid-second i can dig that all right let's move on to this crap show of a game the new england patriots crawl back to win 25 to 22 over the houston texans the patriots make davis mills look like an nfl quarterback about to say there's only one thing we need to talk about this game (sighs) the stud in the making uh, you need to call- Mac Jones, Chris Moore. <laughs> I remember him on Baltimore. From, yeah, a blast from the past. Yeah, hey, uh, Chris Conley scores a long touchdown. Like, what's going this on? Is Chris Brandon, Moore five game, for five for one hundred nine. This, this is a game where Tim <laughs> Keller started watching. You know, Tim Keller started watching, and by the end of the game, his pants were off and he's sweating like crazy because you got the Chris Conley, Conley scoring. He, he was a big proponent of Davis Mills. Like, this mm-hmm. was his game. He was a Steven Anderson touchdown away from just losing it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, speaking of big plays, uh, Dawson Knox just scored like a 60-yard touchdown pass. I mean, reception. Dawson yeah. Knox. Yes. Ooh, yes. All my all my rosters with Dawson Knox, which is pretty much all of them. I love it. I had to start him. I had to start him in some leagues because I had both George Kittle and Logan Thomas on IR. That's fun. Thank you, Dawson Knox. Uh, for the Patriots, Damian Harris gets banged up in this one, loses a second touchdown. He fumbled it like, as he was crossing the goal line. It got punched out. Um, so that wasn't great. Ramondre Stevenson with an unforgettable 11 for 23. But it looks like for the passing game, Hunter Henry now, a couple weeks in a row, he led the team in targets this week, six for 75 and a touchdown. Like Hunter Henry is going to creep into that tight end one uh, territory just because, guess what? It's not that hard. Um, but I liked what I saw from Henry these last two weeks. Other than that, this game was just the game wow. of Nick Folk. Yeah, it was just I don't have really much to say. About yeah, this game. I so I was talking to Doug earlier today, and he's like, you know, I'm I'm kind of off today. But when I saw the Patriots game, like I'm just gonna leave him alone. Like when I saw the score after the first couple quarters, I'm like, this is this is rough. This is this would be if Atlanta lost to the Jets in, in London. Mm-hmm. Except worse because Atlanta's not a good team and a not like not a good run organization, but the Patriots are and they're well respected. So uh yeah, and, and like you said, Harris saved his day with a touchdown. Um, Doug, I have a trade out for you, but it's a player I'm I'm kind of buying, and it's Ramondre Stevenson. Harris can't seem to hang on to the ball ever. 
It, it seems like a it's, big problem it's, with him. It's becoming a problem. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's only a matter of time where Stevenson takes it. And good or not, I think he's going to get 15 carries a game. So he's going to get some work. I like it. All right, let's move on to the next game. And that was a Dawson Knox touchdown. But yeah. All right, we had the Bears uh, beating the Raiders 20-9. to Another wow. game where I was kind of like, wow, wow, Raiders, where you at? The Bears defense, though, legit. They've been a really good unit. And they're 3-2 and two, as well as the Raiders are 3-2. and two. Justin Fields gets to start here. We're still waiting on Allen Robinson. I feel like I'm John Travolta when he's looking around in Pulp Fiction. Like I'm done. I'm off of him. I'm going to start selling him. Four for 32, five targets. Darnell Mooney, three for 35, five targets. He was the leading receiver on this team. Uh, well, when you're throwing the ball 20 times. They yeah. ran the oh, ball game, it seems. 37 times hey, in this game. Khalil, Khalil Herbert, Herbert, baby. <laughs> I mean, for standard leagues, Khalil Herbert smashed. <laughs> hey, Khalil Herbert looked good. Yeah, he did. He I outtouched agree. Damian Williams. Didn't get it in on the goal line. That was my little... Uh, upsetting part about it like i i thought that he could have punched it in on the goal line they stopped him in his tracks damian williams came in and cleaned it up yeah the bears did a great job of shutting down darren waller only four for 45 today roquan smith was all over the field like an absolute madman the raiders a offense, great job shutting down justin fields too yeah i mean josh jacobs <laughs> does what josh jacobs does 15 for 48 in a touchdown like cool i the Raiders offense is, it was just a bad game. Derek Carr got dinged up in this one. Yeah. Are we worried Khalil about Herbert Darren was... Waller right now? No. The same amount that I think we're, I think we're less worried than we are with Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, uh, here's a trade that the Patriots should do. Josh Jacobs for Damian Harris. Just switch them. Because it seems like both teams want to try to get them to be what they thought they were. But they're not doing that on their said teams. I think Jacobs would smash with the Patriots and then Harris would be like a Gruden favorite because he's a better paint barber. So for me in this game, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a, the rookie quarterback. I'm I, I like fields and I think his outlook's good, but I honestly, this could be coaching. It could be player fields needs to look off of his first read and that was a big issue in college he's he seems like he yeah he he can't progress through his reads well which is what a lot of scouts were worried mm -hmm. and that's what you're seeing the bears offensive line isn't great so when he's trying to progress through these reads once he hits his second because he looks at his one for so long he's getting hit and he's getting hit a lot and yeah. he i'm worried about him because he could get hurt very early in his career which could then rattle. Yeah, him. there was there was one play where he got tackled, and his, his body went in like fifty four different directions. Yeah, yeah, and I'm um, I I like I said I I like Fields. I want him to succeed, but we we all know the the hit rate. I tweeted about this. There's going to be misses in this quarterback class, and right now it looks like it could be Trey Lance, it could be Wilson, and it could be Fields. I'm not worried about Lawrence, and I think Mac Jones is so safe that I think yeah. he's. He's not gonna. He's not gonna miss. I mean, yeah, he's I in think the perfect that offense spot for is him. gonna start changing around Mac Jones in the future. Yeah, once yeah, the coaching season, staff obviously. gets more confident with him pushing the ball down the field, he'll be okay. Yes. So I think those two are safe. It's all in the other three to see how they progress, and we'll talk about Lance when we get there because there's some worries that I have about him too. But mm -hmm. like Fields' delivery is a little long for me. He really spreads his arms out before he throws. 
it's that Cam Newton-esque type throw. Like, Doug, yeah. you you mentioned it before. I've got some worries about him. I, I want him to succeed. Make him run more. Get him outside the pocket. It could be coaching. Yeah, Once I think again, that, I think that long delivery is like when you have the comfort of like all Americans blocking and you have time, like you yes. can do stuff like that. But you can't do that on the team yep. that you're on right now. Like, yes, and that and that's what kind of gives me comfort with Zach Wilson is because he's got a quick, smooth delivery. Yep. Rather than Lance and Fields, who had these long, wanky deliveries. Oh, that wanky, I like it. Chris wanky. wanky. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of that. Adam Archuleta doing a game in London. I, I laughed at that a little bit. I'm like, God, that's one a of the last I... one of the last white safeties in the league outside of Daniel yes. Sorensen, I think. <laughs> yes. And uh but and uh, Harrison Smith, back, obviously. Going back to my point, like that that got that's what gives me comfort with Wilson because he's got a quick delivery, he's got a strong arm, and it gives me comfort to know that hey, it's not his delivery that's a problem. Yeah. And uh with the other two, it is. All right, let's move on to the in my opinion, the game of the day. An absolute yes. barn burner. We saw almost a hundred points, which wow, is was it was a, glorious. It was, it was a, it was a treat. It was forty-seven to forty-two. Los Angeles Chargers beating the Cleveland Browns, and this one was back and forth the whole time. And you know why I had a sweatpant boner? It, it was because of David and Joku. Like obviously, that's my take. <laughs> on the other side, other side, Parham. Parham. Parham to start and, the day and, off. Oh, and, and guys, and now we have a Dawson, a Dawson Knox breakout. Guys, I'm just going to tear my pants directly off my body. <laughs> like, this is, Blinders this is on. The, this is the dream. When when all these tight ends that are on my roster start scoring points, I, I get very excited. But David Njoku, so the Cleveland passing game, Baker looked much better this week. David oh, Njoku yeah. led the team in targets. I am so off Odell Beckham Jr., it's not even funny. Yeah. Th- thankfully for me, I'm in like 15 leagues. I do not have him on a single roster, and I am happy as a clam. I'm just, I'm way out on OBJ, and I was before the season started in redraft as well. When I saw his ADP, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, on the Chargers side, like, I'm a little worried about Keenan Allen. I'm going to be honest, but Mike Williams, stud, stud. I know he had a quiet week last week. But what an absolute stud. Him and Eckler and Herbert, like, man, it is beautiful. This game was beautiful for a lot of reasons. James, what do you got on this game? Uh, we all know where he's going. I mean, Mike Williams, you know, I wrote an article about a couple of weeks ago, bef- like, I guess, like, before week one, uh, saying to go out and get Mike Williams if you can. He is going to hit this year. And we saw it. And not only did we see him produce, but 16 targets on a team where you have Keenan Allen necessarily the wide receiver one <laughs> on the offense. Uh, but no, it's it's Mike Williams. Mike Williams is the one. Okay. When you catch I am eight, the one, the one, when you the have one. 16 targets and you catch the ball eight times for 165 yards and two touchdowns, and a lot of those catches that were dropped, he was getting hit. Uh, some of them were bad. Some of them were out of bounds. He he is the guy in this offense. Him and Austin Eckler, I'd be looking to hold on to for Dynasty for a long time. He's going to get another contract with this team the way he's showing up. He's in a contract yeah. situation right now. He's I, I can even yeah, he's gonna get paid. They have no other option, and he's becoming Whoa. the Michael Thomas of this offense and as is Austin Eckler, the Alvin Kamara 
We saw uh, Lombardi come over from the Saints, and it has transitioned to to their favor. It really has. It's really night and day for Mike Mike Williams, and it doesn't stop because obviously Herbert is just shattering records uh, over there. Yeah, complete breakdown in the Cleveland secondary for two of those touchdowns for Williams. Like he was wide open. Like, hey guys, throw to me. He Justin. made Green and Greedy Williams look look bad. Very yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Nick Chubb had a great game. I, I do want to mention that. And then Kareem Hunt scores a couple of times in this one. So if Dude, you're starting Hunt, Cleveland man. Brown running backs every week, yeah, Kareem Hunt's an RB two every week. I uh, told Nick Chubb was played both of them. Yeah, and well, Chubb yeah, was tearing it up in this one. Chubb had some multiple they, chunk runs. They couldn't. They could. They can't. They couldn't stop Chubb. And if you can stop Nick Chubb, it's going to be a twenty for eighty game for Nick Chubb because he's that good. Like Nick Chubb is unstoppable. If if you slow him down, that's that's a good thing. That twenty for eighty is good if, mm-hmm. for slowing him down. Uh my Josh Palmer, like Josh Palmer's sitting there in the shadows. I think he's waiting. Like if Keen Keen Allen got hit a couple of times, where I'm like, uh oh, like this mm. this could be bad. Like Keen Allen, he hasn't had. Yeah, he an saved injury. his fantasy bacon at the end of the game too. Like Keen Allen, Allen hasn't had an injury like a Keen Allen injury in a long time, and it was year after year. That's what we saw. I Josh Palmer. I'm just saying, hey, if you can get him for cheap, he's the next man up in that offense, in my opinion. For if Mike Williams were to get hurt or Keen Allen, Palmer's stepping in, and Palmer rave reviews in the offseason. Doug loves him. I'm mm-hmm. not as big of a fan, but I still like him. Do you like him over Guyton? Guyton. Oh, yeah. Guyton to me is just a guy. He's just Guyton. a guy, ton. <laughs> yeah. Get out. But no, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I like Herbert. I took him in an analyst league, the analyst league. I took him third overall in, in a super flex. And I had, I had Kyler sit. No, I, I didn't have Kyler. I think I had Josh Allen right there. Mm-hmm. I could have taken Josh. No, Allen. I have, I have Josh Allen in that league. I'm, I'm first you place t- in that league. Yeah, I know, but I, I picked third. Didn't you pick fourth or fifth or something like that? I picked fifth or sixth. I think. Yeah. Yes. Cause I know a couple running backs went, but I took Herbert over Josh Allen just because I saw Josh Allen ceiling last year. And we have not yet seen Herbert's ceiling. And I think this is what we're seeing. Like this year, Herbert's playing with complete confidence. Yeah. And hey, if you can do a Mahomes for Herbert plus a first, kind of like what we talked about Devonta Smith, I'm not. game for that completely. I would like to make mention that David Njoku is in a free agent year and he just turned 25 in July. You just could add AB for him. <laughs> I'm glad I kept him. I mean, he's not free now, but he was about a week ago. He was pretty he much was free. He was a few weeks yeah. ago, yeah. Uh, but I Unless he's that. on Doug's team, then he's a first. I mean, plus even in a tight end premium, I'm not giving up more than a third for, for Njoku right now. I mean, a late second, I think I would. I, I he's think ultra talented. We're seeing and, and the production. We're seeing the production come because Landry is out. They're keeping Austin Hooper towards the line to block. Uh, Jedrick Wills he, didn't play in this game. Joku's you know, just getting open, man. But I, I was going to say, things, like, the, there's the things that Njoku, led to Njoku getting Njoku, as many targets. It isn't talent; it's injury. It was always injury for him every year. It was never talent, and I think that's when they brought in Hooper because they're like, "Hey, Hooper can block. He he's safe." They're like, "Hey, let's but, hang with Mister Hooper." Yeah, and I mean, I think once they brought Hooper in, they realized, like, "Oh my God!" Like. Najoku's Achilles is more athletic it's than Hooper's whole. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Hooper's like a young Jason Witten. 
uh, a thirty ironic year old Jason he, Witten. He's the guy that wanted the trade, and then all of a sudden he blows up. Yeah, you you sign you sign Austin Hooper as a free agent, you immediately get a pair of white New Balances that come along with <laughs> the Velcro strips, <laughs> the Dad Runners, mow the lawns and those bad boys, boys. All right, let's get on to the next game. That game was fun between the Browns and Chargers. Lots of fun. Uh, let's get to the Giants uh, against the Cowboys. Cowboys pull away in this one, forty-four to twenty. But the Giants suffered many, many injuries. Daniel Jones was out and ruled out, uh, I think, with a concussion, right, James? Yeah, um, he um, he got – yeah, uh, we can go into it later if you'd like. Yeah, so he, he, was, he, done. he was ruled out. Kenny Galladay uh, left the game with a leg injury. It looks like so he's – So he gonna... was playing because he pulled up a goose egg on a team. For he me. was. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt. Uh-huh. And uh, Saquon Barkley, the most notable one, he, he rolled his ankle. They're saying it's a low – ankle sprain yep. and he possibly could mix next week dude they showed his foot on the sideline and i'm like dog he is not playing next week i've had ankles and they haven't blown up like that as quickly as that did so i think he's going to miss multiple weeks in my non-professional opinion um uh, just because that thing was an absolute balloon on the sidelines like five minutes after it happened oh yeah that's that's a basketball rolled ankle like when you go oh, for a yeah. rebound and you and you step on and you land foot. on it it's just boom. yep um, but the big news for the Giants, though, in this one, uh, Kadarius Tony. Yes. The necessarily wide receiver. Necessarily Tony. Uh, 10 receptions for 189 and then gets kicked out of the game for throwing a punch, which is yeah. always fun. I've got a, I've got a tweet Gritty. from a friend of the show, Mike Clay. It's most receiving yards in a single game by a rookie over the past 15 seasons. Number one was Justin Blackman with 236. Mike oh. Evans with 209, Juju with 193, and then oh today Kadarius Tony fourth on the list with 189 yards in just his second game with significant playing time. And didn't he have 80 yards last week? I'm sensing a trend here for Kadarius Tony, the rookie pick that nobody wanted. Just saying, James, I, I, let's go to I, you. I, I wanted him, and and you know it's a, it's a funny it's a funny Ooh. situation because he scored more fantasy points than both Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields combined. So that's something uh, to think about there, Chicago fans. Yeah, for everyone that doubted David Stop. Gettleman. making Jason Garrett clap more. Yeah. I can hear it. Oh, yeah, geez. I mean, no, uh, we knew Tony was a speedster. Uh, he is very, his physicality level is is off the charts. All right, he's, he's very, very agile. fast. Very agile. Very agile. Uh, yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be out there. I don't think he's gonna lose a spot, even when Slate. I think Slayton loses his spot. Slayton can kick rocks. He's a dude. Yeah. He's just a um, dude. When Shepard comes back, he'll be back in the mix. But um, Galladay, he's an injury after injury after injury. He's never going to be healthy. I hope you did not spend on Galladay because now you're kind of stuck with him. Tony, you should have bought him in the preseason for literally nothing. Uh, the guy was going in third rounds of of startup i mean third rounds of rookie drafts no one wanted him if you got him i think you could hold on to him for a while because daniel jones obviously this this game got out of hand daniel jones got injured but i see tony stock just going up from here i don't think it's going to go down from here on out I agree uh, my you. only thing i want to say is uh barkley keep your eyes in front of you and stop complaining about a no call because that's how you got hurt you <laughs> threw your hands up you looked at the ref and you're like, where's the call? And you know what happened? You stepped on a foot and rolled your ankle because Bundled. you were complaining about that. It's like, look in front of you a little bit because you almost ran into Tony, who's been your best offensive player. What if you hurt him? Like, 
come on, dude. Like, just just play. Oh, and if you're thinking that Devontae Booker is a <sighs> is a free piece pickup for next week, no, they play the Rams. I would he's, I would stay away. So I remember Booker when he came out. He I liked him. A, he's a thick boy now. Like he got he's always been <laughs> thick. He's uh, always been thick. Like yeah. That. Hey, can he's we talk good. about a minute about Dalton Schultz though? Like another six for seventy nine leads he's the team in targets. Real. He's not going he's away. Thick. He's a tight yep. end one. And Zeke, I know the Pollard one he got, dropped. It, I mean, he should have yeah. broke a hundred yards. He dropped oh, a big one. Yeah, he did. So uh, Pollard. 14 carries for 75, a lot of carries towards the end. But I am just really enthusiastic about what we've seen from Zeke these last few weeks. He looks like he's back. Like, after a slow start to the season, he's making more explosive plays. I got to say, if you invested in Zeke, because there was a point in the offseason where his stock was so stupid low, and then it started to come back up again. Um, but Zeke's looking good. They're using both of these running backs, and they're both you know, getting fantasy points for you. And that's great. You know, Zeke's not being used in the passing game as much as he was before. Um, but I love the usage and he's still got a receiving touchdown. Still got yeah. a receiving Zeke... touchdown. Yeah. I just picked up Zeke in the, the aforementioned league that Tyler said, the analyst league. Um, I spent a 2022nd and a 2023rd first. I am four and oh in that team about to be five and oh. If you were a winning dynasty team going for it all this year, or in the next year, go ahead and pick up Zeke. Pick up Zeke and then trade him in the offseason and get trade him in back. the offseason after after your season's over, after you already uh-huh. have that that trophy from Trophy Smack. Shout out Trophy Smack. Um, but yeah, I I'm I was always a fan of Zeke and I'm I'm not getting off him anytime soon. Maybe maybe he finally stopped partying on Endor. <laughs> Wub wub Bad jokes. <laughs> so I was actually watching the Cowboys game last week with my son Lincoln, who's eight, and I go, "Hey, what does that guy look like?" And he's like, "He looks like an Ewok dad." And I was like, "I love you." <laughs> yes, my, my I kid do. gets it. My kid gets it. moment you can have. My kid gets it. All right, let's go to the last game uh, on this particular slate, other than the one that's going on right now. Arizona Cardinals, seventeen to ten. Kyler Murray with a really quiet day. That that San Francisco Niners defense is legit. Um, but yeah, Bosa I needed more out of him from Kyler. I feel Man, I needed more Bosa out of Kyler this week. I needed more points, and I didn't get a ton of them. And I also got seven carries for one yard. I know some of that was kneel downs at the end, which didn't help me either. Um, you know, the passing game in this one pretty well dispersed. Hopkins finally leads the team in targets again. Went six for eighty-seven and a touchdown. So it looks like he's back. Rondale Moore, he pops up here and there, leads the team in rushing, adds 60 yards receiving, and then he'll probably do nothing next week. It's very frustrating, this Arizona's um, passing. And then Chase Edmonds, does he doesn't do anything for you. Max like, Williams just, got hurt. Yeah, Dosakis. Max Williams got carted off. Yeah, it was just... Which is sad um, because he's one, having such a good year. One thing on Kyler Murray, in the second half of the game, he looked sloppy. He looked hurt. Saw him messing with his uh, shoulder. I think he took a, a shot once or twice. Just keep an eye on him. Make sure he's practicing next week in full at some point because he got banged up in this matchup. It was the tale of two defensive hits uh, yeah. this game. And Niners defense was playing real well. And his fantasy numbers showed showed of it. Like they were leaning on the run more. We Like we saw, they were creating plays for Rondell Moore. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, though, he's D-Hop. Don't ever discount him. Please, please. He'll always show up for you when you need him the most. Yeah, Debo uh, Samuel added a rushing touchdown to kind of save his fantasy day. But t- Tyler, I know you wanted to talk about Trey Lance a little bit. Yeah, I, you guys know I was a huge fan of Trey Lance. He's actually my quarterback, too, ahead of Justin Fields. I thought he had the most upside of these quarterbacks. But, man, like 
Shanahan, I think, wants Mahomes, but he's getting getting something else. And and I feel like he's using him like Lamar. More design runs. Yeah, 16 carries for Trey Lance. Yeah, like that That seemed way, uh, almost obnoxious. Like, come on, let, let, the, <laughs> let the kid throw, throw him out. Like, and it seemed like you knew when they were running with him. Like, they're clearing out the backfield. You could just tell every play, like, oh, this is a design run. Here it comes again. Awesome for fantasy. The kid's not going to last long if they keep doing this. Like, he's not he's not Cam Newton. He's not built like Cam Newton. Nobody is. He's a big guy, but that's not it. My issue with Trey Lance is, once again, the delivery. Uh, we were talking with Tim Keller a little bit, and he even brought it up. He goes, you know, he drops the ball down. It's like a sway motion, and, and it kind of kind of loops a little bit mm-hmm. and he drops it down a little it's elongated and what you need to do in the nfl is get the ball out quick what we talked about with justin fields it can be worked on he's with a great coaching group you got shanahan who's going to help him out so he's in a he he in my opinion is in the better situation to get that fix rather than than fields because i mean fields next year could be different but i mean when you got kyle shanahan he's going to put you in the best position to succeed so I'm not as nervous about Trey Lance than as I am with Fields, but there's a lot of inconsistency, a lot of accuracy issues with Trey Lance. But man, when he can get the ball off and he's got time, man, he has probably the strongest arm in this class when it comes to throwing power. But I'm going to be honest with you, out of all these rookie quarterbacks, I'm 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 comfortable with Mac Jones and I'm very excited about Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence because what I've seen from him and his growth, especially with that kind of tainted locker room, I feel so much more comfortable with Trevor Lawrence than I I have yet this year because he is growing. He's looking great week to week and and they're not going to have Urban Meyer there next year. So I think they're actually going to go to Trevor and be like, hey. Who do you want as your head coach? Like, give us some options. Here's what we got for a coaching slate. And they're going to actually listen to Trevor Lawrence. So I think next year is uh, a big year for Trevor. Uh, about Trey Lance, we knew that he was not NFL ready yes, coming in. True. We, we we knew that. All right. The only reason why he got the start today was, was because Jimmy G is a little banged up. And I, I think Jimmy G comes back in. I don't think he's the starter from here on out. Um. Another good sign from the offense from San Francisco is that Elijah Mitchell took over the backfield. Looks yes, he only him. got nine carries, two two targets, but he made the most, most out of those two targets, caught the ball twice, 19 yards. Uh, Trey Sermon, done. Elijah Mitchell is way better of a running back way than better, Trey Sermon, and, and, it, yeah, and you can see it on better. the field. And Mitchell has oomph, and Trey Sermon has sludge so both of these guys <laughs> trey lance obviously i'm not worried about him for fantasy this year if i if i have him on my rosters i wasn't planning on playing him at all this year he's I on all my taxi squad he's on my taxi squad yep um elijah mitchell on the other hand i i would like jim jimmy garoppolo to come back into this offense so elijah mitchell's stock can get boosted up more because i didn't go out and spend the fab on elijah mitchell for trey lance to run the ball 16 times just keep in mind, Jeff Elijah Wilson Mitchell. will be back soon, too, and they right. like him. So In November. In November. And so Elijah see. Mitchell has until November. He'll be gone in November. He'll be gone in November. <laughs> Get rid of Elijah You're Mitchell. You're too close, man. I want to see a couple games with Elijah Mitchell breaking out a little bit, and then I'll dish him off before Jeff Wilson comes back. I disagree. 
hang on to him. Jeff Wilson's a great, you know, goal line back. He gets the touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell, you know what he can do? He can break long runs and score long touchdowns. So I actually think that you could buy Elijah Mitchell and you can get him for, especially in Dynasty, he could be the running back for the next two, three years because we all know Shanahan's, they like to recycle him and just bring in some other sixth, seventh round draft picks and and Patrick put them in. Yep. Jamichael Hasty, also known as Hasty. Hasty. And and Brandon Ayuk, you guys buying? You guys gonna buy some Ayuk or are you guys no just no yeah if if the price was cheap are you selling Samuel yes yes yeah as long I, as I, I don't can think get he goes first. up any higher than he already is right you now. guys know that Travis Benjamin got three targets today if That's I can crazy. get if I can get a first for Debo I think I'm all about that because this wide I, receiver class is I think full I do that. of elite prospects at wide receiver yeah give me chris Olave over uh debo oh nope Ugh. let's not talk college because i'm lost i'll say this is gonna be a fun <laughs> off season because uh wilson is on. the wide receiver one or burks all right well that is going to wrap us up this week uh we want to thank our sponsors fantasy points so thank to them check check out fantasypoints.com lots of awesome things going on there if you're you know you're looking for some help in your redraft or your dynasty leagues you can subscribe on there 21 dhh10 is the code you want to use. And also to our other sponsor, Trophy Smack, code DHH ring. When you buy a belt, a grill, or a trophy, you will get a free championship ring, a $60 value for free with code DHH ring. So make sure you go and do that. Maybe you owe your league a trophy or you're just being super proactive person and you're like, I'm just going to get the trophy now before I forget. Um, do it. So that's all I got this week. I've been your host, Doug, for James and Tyler. We're going to see you in a couple of weeks, but make sure you tune in next week to the other guys, to Chase and the gang. But we'll see you in two weeks with the with the regular crew on Dynasty Happy Hour. <laughs>